choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? This is Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking Pels Podcast. Boom! Okay, um... Let's get started. Um, so the yours in negritude. Hold up, y'all. Sorry, dropping my shit everywhere. Um, uh, sidebar. I think the cough. I mean, actually, the cough is moved out of my chest. Um, the the whatever infection has moved out of my chest and it's up in my throat now, which means it's on its way out. But still annoying because it's probably gonna get an ear infection. But anyway, I said all to say. I think the coughs should be not so bad this week. Um, okay, so, yours in negritudes, going out to my baby, my love, the, the, the wife in, in my head, Robin Rihanna Fenty, like, ugh, this lady is exquisite, she gets better, she gets better and better every time, man, so she, if you don't know, she got the humanita- President's Award on the NAACP Awards, sidebar, what I was telling y'all before, a couple episodes ago, when I was like, stop sweating the Grammys and all that, and just like, make the NAACP the Black Awards, I think we could do it. If you saw them NAACP Awards last week, you saw all them fancy uh, black people, and it can be done. And shout out to Rihanna for skipping all the white shows, but showing up for NAACP. That's how you do it. Fuck them. And, <coughs> sorry, great segue into her speech, which was amazing. She went up there in the purple Givenchy, and, um, dress, and just looked fucking, I mean, listen, pretty girl, I mean, it's nobody, look, it's nobody, but Rihanna's killing everybody, Rihanna never loses, I don't give a fuck who you put her next to, who you put her with, she never loses, she's, like, it's, it's crazy how fucking beautiful she is, but, um, she got up there, and she gave a really good speech, and I don't know if it was off the cuff, I don't know if she wrote it ahead of time, but it was delivered off the cuff, maybe she wrote it, but it didn't seem like it, um, maybe she thought about what she wanted to say, but she just went up there and talked, and it was, I mean, she, basically, her speech was like, to her peers, which were the fancy rich people in that room, because she won the, um, it's the President's Award, is like a war for humanitarian uh, service, she won for, you know, her Clara Linnell Foundation, which she has a lot of different philanthropic um, projects under Clara Linnell, it's not, that's one of the things she said, she was like, yo, I needed to form something to, to do everything I want to do, like, I want to be running around with a bunch of different projects, so I filmed this, I formed this foundation, um, it's named after her grandmother who died from cancer, so there's, like, a cancer portion to it, she opened a school in Africa, there's, like, all kind of humanity, any kind, all her humanitarian efforts fall under the Clara Lionel Foundation, that's what she has, the diamond ball for every year that, um, if you didn't know, that that's what that's for, to support. Um, and so she was saying, she was like, look, you know, we can't, all these problems in the world, we have, we have, we have to fix them together, you can't let this, you know, apathy set in, and she was like, you know, talking to the people, she was like, you know, and so, you can't be like, oh, it's a, it's a, um, 
you know, it's not my problem, it's their problem, it's a poor people problem, it's a woman problem, she was like, you can't do that, and then she was like, you know, and so all y'all out here, like, you know, they, y'all want to, all your partners and these brands that are different races and everything, they want to partner with you, and she said they like you, like, real sarcastic, like, yeah, they like you, like, you know, these niggas, like, oh, these white people, my friends, you know, she was like, okay, well, it's their problem too, in other words, she was like, stop letting these motherfuckers use you for your brand, for your image, for your star power, and you know, you partnering and doing all these deals and you know, all this fucking this is my words, NFL shit you know, partnering with all these fucking brands and, and white people but they ain't doing shit for you and your people, they don't care about your cause, they just using you to uh, fucking fix their shit but they ain't fixing none of your shit and it was great and I love her and like I said, I'm a fan, she never disappoints me, I think the girl is smart, I think she's whip smart, she's very intelligent, she's very articulate, you know, and it's like, it's why I don't really buy, when people be like, oh, well, so-and-so, you know, they afraid if they say anything, everything gonna be taken wrong, it's like, no, if you can speak clearly, and, 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 and have a message, and know what it is that you're trying to say, and be sincere, it's really no way that people can attack, I mean, people are always gonna attack you anyway, but not really, like, you can't attack a clear, concise statement, now people was coming oh, well, she's a billionaire talking about unity no, she was talking to her other rich friends I mean, people can always come, but I just, whatever, I think a lot of these people are just not that bright, and they're just not, you know they're just really not, they're just really concerned with a brand and an image, and they don't really think about these things, they don't really give thought to it and it's not really a passion, it's just something that they want to do, or that, you know that a look you know, something that's in, in, um, vogue now, and we get a little, on that a little bit more later, and, and so that's why they're, you know, lackluster, and, and they don't really, they don't have, they don't say anything, because they don't have a lot to say, you know, period. Shout out to Rihanna, I love you, ugh, like, this shit. Alright, so, this week is actually not gonna be too heavy, it's a lot of fun, let's <laughs> I mean, I guess it ain't all funny, but I mean, it was funny to me, so I'm going over it in that way. Um, so the coronavirus is here. I mean, I, I guess it's not funny, but I mean, it's it's just this is this is what I this is. Oh, sorry, I'm tired, y'all. This was my fear. I, I've said I said this on here. I've said a, a couple times. Um, going back to when he was elected, and you know, like look. When Trump got elected, my biggest fear was that some serious thing would happen, like, I don't know, somebody would uh, use this opportunity, oh, they got a dumbass in charge, let's attack them, or, you know, some kind of terrorist attack, or something, something major and important that needed competence and leadership would occur, and this motherfucker would be president. That was my fear. You know, the Russians would be hacking our shit, or, you know, some they turn all our lights off or some shit, because, you know a racist motherfucker, black people, every president that came along have been a racist, we've been dealing with that shit, we know how to deal with racist jackasses, we know how to deal with racism, I mean, you know, we know what that is, we know what that looks like, we know what's gonna come, like, okay, these motherfuckers gonna try to fuck shit again, okay, they gonna, here they come, with the dogs and the whole, you know what I mean, like, we know what that is, but, you know, we could deal with that, I mean, shit, we've been dealing with it, we still dealing with it, we gonna deal with it some more, like, that's just America, right, 
the racist shit, but the dangerous shit, and, and so now here we are, we have this virus that, you know, is, is breaking out, um, it's not quite a pandemic yet, but it's moving, and look, let me put on a little silver tinfoil hat here, because I know that it's been on, uh, some right-wing conspiracy sites that this was like a biological weapon that got loose, I understand that, but like, just because it's been on the, in other words, just because you're paranoid don't mean you're wrong, now, you know, just because it's on a, a right-wing site, it don't mean it's wrong, I'm just saying, I think when they first broke out, they was like, oh, this virus has genes we never seen before, now I read a little bit, and you know, I still get my science on a little bit, and I know that they have mapped out the entire human genome, they're working on other stuff, they're exploring the oceans, they're finding all kind of bacterias on Mars and waters, and you know, all kind of scientific shit, and I'm just wondering how there can be a virus in 2020 with genes that nobody's ever seen before in the history of the world, that's a little odd to me, like, really? You got a vi- I mean, they done broke down HIV. It's all kind of viruses and bacteria. They might not know how to, how to, how to stop it or how to, or what the, um, they might not have a vaccine for or whatever. And they got to keep, you know, so it's real dangerous and they keep it locked up in the CDC. But they've seen it before. They like, oh, this is a retrovirus. It's a hybrid of, you know, HIV and Ebola, whatever case may be, you know, but they've seen it before. And there's only certain types of viruses that, you know, they, they have them, like, you know, um, classified by, like, the type of virus they are, and, like, the, what they do, like, Ebola is a hemorrhagic virus, where, like, it bleeds you out, HIV is a, um, it, it suppresses your immune system, like, in other words, they know the different deadly viruses that there are, there's, they work in different ways, like, um, the bubonic plague, that's not a virus, there's a bacterium, I forgot, that's a, um, is that an immune suppressant? I'm not sure what that is, but, um, you know what I'm saying, like, so, for them to be talking about this one got genes they never seen, I'm like, how is that possible? I think they grew that shit in the lab. I think it is some bioweapon that may, maybe China had, maybe it got out, or maybe somebody, I don't know, but it's moving really fast, and they don't know how, and, and you know, they, out they in China, you know China gonna lie. So, I don't believe, whatever they saying it is, I think it's way worse. Um, and, you know, it's, it's but, I, I will say, I mean, you know, China did, they did try to contain it, but they, people was people jumping on flights because there's always some asshole that thinks, oh, my personal comfort is better, I feel fine, I'll be alright, so they jump on a plane with and, and contaminate everybody, so now, and I personally, look, I'm sorry, I might sound crazy, but like, I feel like them people should be shot, like, I'm sorry, in China, we quarantined you, we told you not to go nowhere, you wanna be slick, I just, I feel like they gotta do whatever they gotta do to contain this shit, particularly when people being the assholes they are, nobody can ever think about the greater good, it's all about me, 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 I want to travel, I want to be comfortable, I don't care if I'm infecting the whole plane and possibly spreading a pandemic all across the world, I gotta get on my vacation, shoot them niggas, like, if you don't, you want to contain the virus, we done told you you can't travel no more, we done caught you traveling, because now it's in Italy, it's in Iraq, and this is what I'm saying, that's why I think it's, it's man-made, how the fuck you get to Iraq, like, how is it moving so fast, like, is it transmitted on touch, I, I, you know, is it through the air, I understand, like, you know, it's people's saliva and stuff like that can move, but I'm like, uh, this thing, how to get to Iraq, it's in, it's, in the, it's just now got in, in the US, like, it's on these cruise ships, like, who on the cruise, like, it started in China, right, so, like, how did it get here? Like, how did how did it get all the way from China to it's on cruise ships? Like, how long they been on cruise? Because the, the virus only been out for, what, a couple weeks now? So, had they been on the cruise longer than two? Like, how they get it? I'm just, I don't know. I have questions. I, I'm, I'm a little suspect. I think, I think it might be something to it. And, and the fact that, um, 
you know, they can't contain, because that's, that's what they do with bioweapons, that's the whole point of a bioweapon, you build something that there's no defense for, you build something that you know there's no vaccine or bacteria for, that's the whole point of it, like if I release this on you, y'all gonna fucking die because it ain't no vaccine, it ain't because we built it, we built it to resist everything and that's why I'm just like, I don't, I don't I, I'm I'm suspect, because I'm like, where does virus come from, and, it, and, and then you got dumbasses reading off the Lysol can, oh it's a coronavirus, that's a no, a coronavirus, like I just said with HIV and Ebola they have names for all the different types of viruses they have so the common cold is also a coronavirus whatever the, the makeup of it is that's the type of virus it is it's so but that's what I'm saying it's they don't even have a name for it beyond like H like you know HIV has a name the AIDS virus Ebola virus like that's that, those I don't know if those are coronaviruses but there's some kind of genius of virus that's like the general name, and then they have named it something else, this one is so new that ain't no name for it, they just got the generic all these ass name on a coronavirus you know, they don't have no name for it yet so that's what I'm, what I'm saying, like it's moving so fast, like you know, it, it, I, I'm just suspect, I think, it, I think it might be a bioweapon because the way it's jumping and the way it's moving, like it's fast, and, and they can't tell you how, and then, like, the images that people, the doctors in China are dying, and they're sneaking out images, and that's how I know it's more serious than they saying, because these doctors are sneaking out, risking their lives to sneak out images to let people know, hey, yo, the, you know, the story that they telling y'all ain't the real story, okay, and, um, I, I just, I, I don't know, I think it's something to it, because it's like you, they, they showing them coming in places where people are sitting and, and just spraying the air so I'm like, okay, y'all fumigating the air, because it's airborne you know what I mean, like what, or, or y'all just doing that, because y'all don't know how the fuck this shit is spreading, and let's just try this you know, I don't know, but I, 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 I'm gonna keep my eye on that one, because I'm like uh, it's something that y'all ain't telling us something, this thing is moving way too fast, with, without much explanations as to how and if you remember y'all, my old heads when AIDS first started, I'm talking about when it first, first, first started it was similar, that's everybody was scared to death because they didn't know how it was being transmitted, they didn't know it was through sex, they didn't know it was through blood, they didn't know anything about it, so, you know but it still didn't spread as fast as this one is AIDS didn't spread that fast. AIDS was contained in the gay community for a long, long time. It was only through bad policy and, and lack of funding and ignoring basic science that AIDS got not contained, right? But it wasn't moving as fast as this. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Y'all, y'all call me crazy, but we gonna see. Um, so, the Kobe Bryant Memorial, um, I watched it on Title on Monday, along with a lot of people, well, I guess it was broadcast on a lot of shit, I watched it on Tidal, because I was at work, um, man, that was a beautiful, beautiful memorial, I loved it, I thought it was, I thought it was so awesome, and so fitting, and, and I was very impressed with Vanessa Bryant, like, I did not expect her to speak and she did, and that was so brave, that took so, God bless her, that took so much pre- like, I don't know if I could have done that like, most people when you go to you go to um, funerals and stuff like that like, it be other people speaking, the family doesn't, cause they be, um, you know, tore up and I know, I know they had a private ceremony and maybe, you know, maybe that's where you know, she was inconsolable but, I still be, it wasn't that long ago, I still be inconsolable, she, that speak, man it was great, she was poised she really rose to the occasion, um, and God bless her, because, you know, 
I knew she would do that though. Like people on Twitter, oh she ain't gotta get no speech. She don't owe us something. I hate when I'm like, shut y'all dumb asses up, man. That's why y'all ain't great. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like if like people like that, people like that are married to people or at a level of a Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, those great same reason Janet Jackson came out to BET Awards, she didn't no, she didn't have to do that of course she was in mourning for her brother but people like that, they understand the circumstances, they understand the greatness and they understand that yes, this is my family member, and I'm devastated, but I also understand that this person also belonged to the world, and to the public, and, 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 you know, they are, they need to be consoled too, so let me come out and say my piece, that's what the great ones do, so I knew Vanessa Bryant was gonna, would, would, um, I knew she would step up, but I didn't know she would step up like that, like, like, she, she was the first one to speak, she talked about her daughter, it was so great, it was so good, I was so moved by it, I was like, wow, that's, that's, you know, that's class right there, like, that was awesome, like, you know, she did, she, she cried, I mean, she was crying, but, like, she held it together, I don't know if I could have held it together, like, Kobe is one thing, Kobe is one thing, you know, to lose your husband, and I mean, they've been forever, together since they were 17 and forever, that's one thing, but to lose a child, like, I can't imagine, like, I know what it's like to lose a parent, but I don't know what it's like to lose a child, but I've heard that it is, it is the most unnatural, just horrible thing in the world, and, you know, I, I can't, I can't even imagine what that feels like, but if it's worse than losing a parent, which is pretty bad, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, cause that is god awful, you know, I can't imagine, but she stood up there, and man, it was like, it was so good, it was so, t- I loved it, I loved that they brought all the female athletes, I, I, I just, it just reflected Kobe so well, and I'm so glad they did that, because, you know, everybody was talking about girl dad, girl dad, and it's like, y'all don't, uh, y'all just saying that shit, it's not just you got a daughter, it ain't, oh, I'm a dude with it, that's not what a girl dad is, a girl dad is a dad that tr- appreciates and, and elevates and, and motivates his daughter the same as if she was a son, and doesn't sit her, and doesn't treat her like, oh well, you know, she not a son, so I don't have to pay no attention to her, or she not a son, so whatever, like all this stuff, <coughs> he said people are, would constantly tell him about, oh, don't you want a son for your legacy, he was like, I got a legacy, it's right here, Gigi, um, all the, pl- her favorite play, my favorite player in the world, listen, hold on, sorry, not trying to, trying to not to cough all in y'all face, Mm. or in y'all ears my favorite player of all time um one of my favorites of all time and definitely in the WNBA is um Diana Taurasi I have been a fan of hers since she was at UConn she is the she is the best player in, the, in my opinion she's the highest scorer she's broken all the records she's like when I was learning how when I wanted to learn how to dribble I call her the female Steph Curry, but she's actually, yeah, she's, they call her the white mama, she is actually female Kobe, but I, um, I used to do her dribble drills, because her handles are ridiculous, her ball handling is crazy, and her, I just, she's my favorite, she's one of my, she's, I mean, one of my favorite athletes of all time, I know a lot of people say, oh, Maya Moore and this one, that one, I'm like, yeah, they, they nice, Candace Parker, she nice, but Diana Taurasi is the best player in the league, and one of the best female basketball players ever, and that's no cap, Google her if you don't know, she um, spoke because she was um, uh, Kobe's favorite player, um, 
and they just bought out all the female athletes, all the all the pl- basketball players that Gigi liked, and and the um one from Oregon went and had a forty point game right after at the same day she spoke there. I just thought it was uh, it was just a great memorial to her. They talking about how you know she was going to come into the WNBA and change the league, and she was. We saw that she was good, and how she wrote an essay because you know I just like how they gave the WNBA respect, and that's one of the things I always loved about Kobe because Kobe was a fan of the women's game from way back, Kobe, I remember, um, which Olympics was it, where he was, uh, what, I can't, wasn't the night, was it the 95, Olymp- whenever their first, Olymp- whenever Kobe's dream team Olympic was, I think, I think 95, and it was still Jordan, right, I don't know, whatever that one was, I remember Kobe, it was at all the, that's at the women's gold medal games, watching all the, um, you know, their, their sports and everything, he's always like women's basketball, he's always giving them props, he's always, um, shouting different players out on Twitter during the women's tournament and everything, and, um, you know, whenever the, um, champion, the NCAA championship, he's always been a fan and a student of the women's game, and he always shouts out the players, and, you know, I just always liked him fat. Way before it was, you know, hit because again, you know, niggas try to share all the W I beat all them girls on the team, nigga. No, you won't. No, you won't. Gigi and them squad might be some of you niggas. Um and so I just loved it. I thought it was such a great, you know, memorial for him. Like he was a good dude, you know, like he was Kobe was a good father and a good husband and that and that memorial, like it's, it's really nice when memorials really celebrate a person's life and really reflect who they were, and I thought that was, and I mean, they had comic, but like, Jordan's speech was great, Jordan's speech was great, we talked about how Kobe, how Kobe used to get on his nerves, calling him, and you, it's, it was funny, because if you know, if you're a basketball fan, and you know anything about it, like, we remember that, we were like, you know, Jordan ain't, like, Jordan ain't really fuck with nobody, and we remember him being, you could just tell he used to be annoyed, even on a, on a court, where Kobe used to be fucking annoyed with him, like, this motherfucker, right, and he's just talking about how Kobe, you know, he's calling him at 2 in the morning, asking him bullshit, and he'd be like, nigga, it's 2 o'clock in the what the fuck, and he said, but after a while, I start falling in love with the guy, you know, because he was, like, trying to be great, and, and, and excellence, and, you know, he really cared about the game, and, you know, it was just a great speech, and he was crying the whole time, that he was like, man, now it's gonna be another cry meme, and <laughs> said, so that was funny, Shaq's speech, where Shaq was talking about, you know, everybody know Kobe don't pass the ball, and he was like, you know, the, some of the Lakers was like, yo, man, get Kobe to pass the ball, so Shaq was like, yeah, so I went and told Kobe, like, hey, man, Ain't no I in team. And he said, Kobe was like, yeah, but it's me and that motherfucker. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it was, it was, it was great. Every Gino from, um, the culture, UConn women's spoke, which if you don't know, UConn women is like, UConn, um, the women, the women, the women Huskies and the Tennessee, um, well, damn, what's University of Tennessee's team name? Uh, what is it? Tennessee I don't know their name, but anyway, the University of Tennessee, where Pat Summit used to coach, and um, the University of Connecticut, those are the two premier women's basketball teams in the country, they are the two dynasties, um, they have multiple championships, um, I don't even know how many UConn has at this point, but they've, I, I can tell you more the ones they've lost than the ones that they won, because that's how many they won, they lost a couple years ago, the year that, um, who won it? Was it Mississippi State that won it? No, it was... 
I can't remember. Not UConn. Whatever. I have t- I have years of the NCAA tournament. It's like not UConn years. That's what I call it. Like the years they didn't win. They've actually been on not a win streak for a minute. Now. I think they've like passed couple two years. But it's all right. We you know we gonna get back. Um. So he spoke. Um. It was just great. I loved it. I was really touched by. It. I thought I was over. I was like okay. You know. You know, uh, it's, 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 life goes. I thought I was over the crying for Kobe, but I wasn't, man. When 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 Vanessa got up there, actually, when Jimmy Kimmel got up there. Jimmy Kimmel was like the MC, and he was like could barely like speak when he was talking. I was like, Jimmy, man, come on, man, come on. And he just was like, oh, I was like, oh god. So um, yeah, it was it was great. That was one of the better ones that I can remember. And I really liked it, and I thought it was really great, and, you know, I thought it was really fitting of him. I still can't believe he's gone. Like, I still see pictures of him, and people post them, and I'll be like, oh, that's Kobe. Then it's like, damn, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's horrible. Anyway, rest in peace, Kobe and Gigi, but that was, uh, that was great. All right, um, what's that say? I hate when I can't read my handwriting. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I'll say that for last. So, Boozy. <laughs> so, remember I told y'all, I think it was last week, when Boozy was, uh, had some, some, so much to say about, um, Dwayne Wade, uh, and Zaya. Well, the, the Planet Fiz- Fitness, no judgment zone, where he was being judgmental as fuck, ain't like it either, and they kicked his ass off the Planet Fitness, and he, <laughs> he got booted from the gym. Good for you, nigga, bitch. <laughs> I mean, using our goddamn no judgment zone to be goddamn judgmental, so they kicked his ass the fuck out. <laughs> he was on, he was on Instagram, mad as shit, calling dude the faggot and everything. Okay, well this faggot, you ain't coming in this faggot ass gym no more. I bet, I bet that. <laughs> shit was funny. Now the day he said his mama made him apologize, whatever. Fuck you, boozy. That's what you get. I hope they kick you out all the playing the fit. First of all, if you ain't really serious about shit, if you ain't playing the fitness anyway, they ain't no way. They got like three weights in there total. All them that they got like I mean, actually if you're doing cardio, I was at playing the fitness for a minute, but if you're doing cardio, it's cool. But like if you really want to do like anything beyond like basic and then they have pizza, which I don't never understand, but I've never had it. But um it ain't no place to go to really get in shape shape. It's like, it's like, alright, you know, if you if that's all you can afford, cool, but it's better gyms. Actually, that's one thing I don't like about New York. Well, yeah, I don't really like about New York City. Like, there's not a, there's not a lot of decent gyms here. Like, when I was in Maryland, I went to Lifetime Fitness, which is fucking awesome. Um, and they got New York Sports Club at Equinox. Equinox is wild expensive. You know, I'm not on Equinox level. Let, or I am, but I, I just don't. It's gonna dig too much into my sneaker budget, so no thanks. Um, but it is a nice gym. But there's no, like, there's no, like, mid-level, besides New York Sports Club, which it's okay, but, like, New York Sports Club is really depends on which one you go to. And, you know, it's not playing the fitness, but it ain't equity. I wish they had, in other words, I wish they had something that was, like, sort of fancy, like a lifetime fitness, but not like super like bougie like Equinox where you know you paying two hundred fifty whatever a month like you know Lifetime Fitness was nice it was a smooth I think it was like a one, one, this is years ago maybe they've gone up now but I think it was like a smooth hundred dollars a month maybe ninety dollars a month but I mean it was worth it the locker rooms were immaculate you know locker rooms like a country club they had the pool they had everything like that shit was like a goddamn 
I used to go to the one in Columbia, Maryland. So if anybody out there know the one in Columbia, Maryland, that's the one I was, that shit is nice. So, you know, I wish we had something like that. We don't. We got super low end and we got, you know, super high end, but nothing too much in the, you know, not too much in the middle. Like Blink, eh. I don't think they got 24 hour fitness or they might. They might all be downtown. I don't know. Anyway, um, fuck Boosie. I'm glad Planet Fitness kicked them out. All right. So this topic, I, I know if I want to, I, I've been tiptoeing around this because my opinion on it is very problematic. Um, if y'all heard the story about, you might not have heard it, it, it popped up on the Twitter feed, and I, I don't even know where it was, but there was a lady who got killed for exposing a guy for being gay. So... The story was, and I had to, I, I had, when I, once I read the story, I was like, it's even dumber than it sounds. Apparently, the lady used to mess with this dude. She was older. He was a younger dude. She like 40. Grown ass woman. Grown. Too grown for this stupid shit. 40 years old. And she used to date this dude or mess with this dude or whatever, but she wasn't anymore. And she was over his house, not sure doing what, um, and ended up, she left, and I think she, it says she left her phone, she was coming back for her phone, and when she came back, she called him fucking the dude, and because she was, you know, not minding her motherfucking business, and 40 years old now, 40, 40, she decides that instead of just leaving and minding her business, because you in his house, you in his motherfucking house, he fucking somebody in his house, in his house, where he's, you know, in his house, she goes on live talking about I got something to tell y'all and, and gonna ex- and unless they give her some money he gives her money she's gonna expose him on live for being gay and so he said you got me fucked up and went and shot and killed her in the head the next day now look murder wrong yes I'm sorry that lady is dead I'm sorry he killed you but like sis that's why you don't play them kind of games. Like, what are you doing? You are, it's in 2020. Like, I wish you motherfuckers would stop being so fascinated with what is your fucking problem? People be gay. Get over it. Now you did. Because you couldn't mind your fucking business and you trying to blackmail. I'm a blackmail you for being DL. Like, y'all need to cut that shit out. Now you dead, sis, because you fuck with the wrong one, okay? Who does that? You too goddamn old for that shit. That's some little kid shit. Some 15, 16, oh, you gay? Like, you 40 goddamn years old. You walked in this man, this man is minding his business in his house. It don't matter who he's fucking in his house. You run to the camera talking about, oh, we gonna fucking, uh, you know... Uh, if you don't pay me money, I'm gonna expose you as gay. Well, look, I say my opinion is problematic because why I'm not for murder or killing nobody. I feel like I feel like you mess with the wrong one, sis, and and you know you you play silly games, you win silly prizes. Okay, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. In the mortal words of Sister Monique, sis, still Black History Month, Ashe. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mean to be so jovial. I mean, I, you know, I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and say 
but like you know you 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 kind of bought that shit you could have just minded your business since it really wasn't on your business to tell at all let alone you're gonna blackmail somebody and number one and number two you know i don't you clearly didn't know the kind of nigga you was messing with because and i don't know why because if you're going to blackmail somebody you really do need to know the kind of person that you're dealing with because when you don't this is the type of shit that happens, a nigga shoots you in your fucking head, cause you messing with the wrong one, and I just don't understand no parts of the story, because you too fucking old for that shit, like you wanna blackmail somebody, you better make sure that motherfucker don't, you better make sure that motherfucker's the type of person to blackmail you, everybody ain't the blackmail type, Every, some people would be like, well fuck it, I don't care, put it on what they gonna do to me, they ain't gonna whip my ass, some people ain't got no fucking money, so you wasting your time anyway, blackmail me for what, put it out there, some people like, oh bitch, you got me fucked up, and they shoot you in your fucking head, and now you're dead, so, sorry to that lady, rest in peace, but you know, I just, y'all better stop playing out here y'all better mind y'all business, y'all better stop being so obsessed about what people do and who people sleeping with, cause it ain't got nothing to do with you alright, moving on um saving that for last, but well, it's kinda connected so Harvey Weinstein they been saying Weinstein I've always said Weinstein I don't know how to pronounce that shit, but I've always said Weinstein, so I'm gonna stay with Weinstein. Got convicted. He didn't, the only thing I thought was fucked up about it, he didn't get convicted of the most serious offense against Annabella Shiora, and they said that the ju- the jury was hung, cause they, you know, they didn't know whether to believe her, and I just think that's fucked up, like, what is there not to believe? If you believe that he's a fucking lesh, fucking creep, fucking asshole, who did this to all these women, why would she be any different, why would she be the one whose story you couldn't believe, he's a fucking rapist, like it's it's a MO, and she was the first one, and, and she was the one, that when everybody found out, they was like, oh, that's what happened to you cause Annabella Skiora was a star, she was in mad shit, and then she just disappeared cause of that motherfucker, so it made all the sense, I just think, I just think it's fucked up like, I feel like, I know we got a jury system in this country but I feel like a lot of jurors are stupid, and a lot of jurors just really make shit too hard, harder than it need to be, and y'all know I'm the ID queen, and I listen to true crime, and we, you know, so I, you see this a lot, where jurors just make shit harder than it needs to be, and I knew when they said the jury was asking for a definition of consent, like, girl, you know what consent means, if a person comes to your room for a read for a part or whatever, and you locking the door and throwing them on the floor and forcing yourself, that's not consent, and it don't matter that they came to the room, it don't matter that, you know, oh, well, why she come in there, and like, none of that equals consent, he's a rapist, like, this trail of women, and this is just the New York case, he's still going out to LA with the other women, we did it at two, did it two out in LA, this trail of women are coming through giving the same, they're, they're about the same story, same kind of circumstances, they're describing this generalist, they're all saying the same thing, like why all these young, all these women are lying, like why would Annabella skip, what does she have to lose by lying, her career was ruined, you know, she made her business to come to court, and she was one of the first ones that he, uh, was, that, that he attacked, one of the first, you know, early ones that we know of, and it's like you don't, we don't, we don't know about her, like, if he did one, he did them all, like, come on they don't say that about serial killers, it's all it's just like, 
odd. Like, just making it, what is the legal definition? What does consent mean? You know what the fuck consent mean. And it just kills me because when people run up and snatch your purse, everybody know what consent means. Nobody says, oh, well, why are you walking down the street with your purse anyway? I mean, shit. Who brings the purse out in the street? Why do you carry, shove your money up your asshole. That's how you save your money. I mean, shit. What you got in a purse for? Everybody knows money's in a purse. You snatch your purse. That's what you get. You consent to them snatching your purse. Nobody says that shit. It's only it's only rape when all of a sudden now all of a sudden don't nobody know what consent is unless it's a gay dude then all of a sudden you know what consent is. <sighs> so, but I'm glad he got convicted. So now you niggas can stop saying what about Harry, Harvey Weinstein? What about him? Is he's convicted? He's a convicted fucking rapist and that little bitch ass motherfucker is a fake. He was crawling into the court with his little walker and trying to look all old and fucking full of shit. And then when he was getting fucking hustled out that shit, they took that walker and all that shit and just walked him out regular. Oh, now your ass can walk regular. Them motherfuckers be tough and talking all that tough guy shit. And they, this nigga then fell out like Surge Knight faking a heart attack. And, and and I guess he gonna be blind next. Like these motherfuckers is bitches. These motherfuckers is chumps. And now you know, as soon as they gotta face consequences, when they ain't, they can't nobody do nothing. They all out of control and yelling and everybody and this and that. Listen, man, I couldn't have made it in Hollywood because I would have punched Harvey in his face. And that's why I like that story about Brad Pitt when they was like Brad Pitt when he was with Gwyneth Paltrow went to them was like, yo, you fuck with my girl, I'm gonna fuck you up. And Harvey and they ain't have no problems with Harvey again. And that's what you do with bullies. And I'm just like, yo, I probably wouldn't make it because I'll straight up. I, Listen, nigga, I'll fucking you. People, look, they sell guns and knives and, and poison and ropes and not to everybody. Anybody with American dollars or a credit card can go buy any of that shit, nigga. So you ain't here talking about who you are and you know who I am and your money and your power and all this. Like, okay, bullets hit everybody the same, nigga. I'll fuck you up. You know, I'm, I have violent tendencies. I'm a cancer born in July. I joined the Marine Corps because I don't have to suppress my violent tendencies. I just want y'all to know that every now and then I go, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be alarmed. I, you know, but <laughs> look, I, I'm not for the, I'm not for the bullshit. Like I, you nigga, I, I, I will fucking bash your head in and worry about heaven later on, on a situation like that. So I'm glad, I'm glad he's in, I'm glad he's in jail. And, I, and and he's appealing, but he gonna lose. And he still gotta go out to LA and, and face the, that trial too. And hopefully it ends the same way. And the jurors don't be talking about we don't believe such and such, you know, such and such. It's a bunch of bullshit. But them women ain't lying about that shit. Um. So that brings me to my second. Uh, that's a nice bridge into my second topic, or my last topic, next to last topic, which is Snoop's. Bitch ass, which I talked to y'all about last week, went on Red Table Talk to, you know, apologize finally. Well, he apologized, you know, the second apology for calling gay all them names. And I told y'all that shit is bullshit. And I'm still saying it's bullshit because these motherfuckers, you know, he meant that shit. What about Bill Cosby bullshit? He meant that shit. Oprah called, made the phone calls, and that motherfucker saw that, you know, people was going to lose some checks, so he doing the same thing that T.I. did, which is going this fake-ass contrition, and so he went on Red Table Talk. I have never watched Red Table Talk because, and, I, and now I see, I mean, actually, I know why, because I just, it didn't appeal to me. I was just like, I, listen, I like Jada Fine. I like Willow Fine. But I was like, I this is I know I already know what this is, and I'm not interested in seeing it. I know this is just some fucking '90s, and Jada is my age around. You know, she's my age. She's Gen X. She's my age cohort, and I just know how. Man, look, the, I just I'm not here for when I was when I was 19, 18, 20s. You know, I thought Jada's brand of 
and I'm saying Jada's brand, but it's it's not just Jada. It's that whole it's, it's those cisgendered heterosexual black women of a, of that generation of the of my generation, the hip hop generation. You know, we grew up on the misogynistic rap. We grew we went through all that shit. Why you know to see Doris Tucker and Dolores Tucker, whatever that whole generation. And I just kind of knew I was like, I ain't interested in Red Table because I know what that shit is gonna be. It's gonna be some pseudo intellectual fake deep. Now, brother, you know you can't be talking like that. And you know what about the ladies? And we wanna love you, King, and all that old fucking bull shit, I don't want to hear that shit I knew that's what it was going to be, so I never was att- I never was attracted to it, look, I'm sorry I don't care about these niggas, y'all black women, y'all been over back and I'm saying y'all, cause I'm not talking about me y'all been over backwards, y'all just you, you know, y'all just keep calling these niggas and dragging these niggas along, and they don't, and always defending them, and trying, giving them a place to come tell their side, and oh, we know it's two sides, Tip, no, it's not two sides, Tip, you're a dumbass, you're an asshole, you're wrong, you embarrass your daughter, and I just thought, I'm not interested, if you're not gonna get to it, if you're not gonna break these niggas down, and, 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 and just, I don't wanna see it, and so, that's why I knew that's why I never watched Red Table Talk, and from what I understand, Snoop went on there and his, that somebody on Twitter called it called it the Tactical Turtleneck, whenever niggas get in trouble, they can put their total, turtleneck on and go on Red Table Talk, and I'm just not there for it, cause Jada, you know I watched the one with, with Robin Crawford and, look, Jada's bright lady, I'm not saying that she's not but, I'm just this whole celebrity thing where they just, you know I don't know what it is where they all think they just so deep and and have so much to say and and because they're rich and famous somehow they don't they're not educated though they ain't went to nobody's school they ain't read nobody's books you know they ain't they ain't did nobody's wrote nobody's papers they ain't did no kind of in depth study I'm not saying that you need all that to be you know smart or intelligent because you don't but you do need to be um, thoughtful and you do need to be um, somewhat educated on the right things right and you need to know when you don't know something and when you don't have expertise in something. I just feel like these motherfuckers, they just feel like because, you know, like Rihanna said, they got, you know, hooked up with the white people and they got all this money that they have this certain expertise and they just don't. And I just like, I know this ain't getting to it. I know this is the opportunity. These niggas afraid they check's gonna stop. Oh, and then me go on Jada, Jada smooth it all. It's the whole like proxy thing where it's like, oh, I'll go on Jada, Jada will smooth it over, I don't have to really be sorry or contrite, but you know, it'll be cool because you know, I'm sitting down with Jada and so it must be okay because you know it's just, it's just not for me, I don't like it I don't accept Snoop's apology and I saw y'all on the TL talking about, oh, you know, we got this shit y'all do, like, these motherfuckers don't never stand up for y'all they never defend y'all, they disrespect y'all at every turn and I'm just tired, y'all, just, I'm just tired of y'all bleeding the blood for them, I'm tired, man leave them niggas behind, the ones that wanna come along, the ones that wanna be enlightened, the ones that, you know, honor they they, they women and, and try to do better they do, and the rest of these motherfuckers just don't, and and, and it's like y'all, can, we tired of y'all fucking dragging them along, like leave them behind because it's gonna get to the point where y'all gonna get left behind too, cause y'all, both of y'all can stay back, cause we tired of that shit and I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think he is, oh, he needs to deal with his grief and they, these niggas be 50, 45 grown as y'all, done lived the same 30, 40, 50 years that y'all have lived, okay and had the same amount of time to 
grow up and figure some shit out, and y'all still be all, you know, on your hands and knees, oh, well, men grieve, deal with grief differently, that ain't got nothing to do with how he was talking to motherfucking Gail, he's fucking disrespectful, and he was calling her all kind of bitches and dog-faced bitches, cause she's a black woman, and he ain't think it was gonna be no consequences, and nothing was gonna happen, cause I, like I said before, they don't think Oprah and them can, can, can uh, block their checks, because you know, they just a black ass bitch, even though she's a media mogul, he would have never talked to Martha Stewart like that, he would have never went on live TV, and squeezed his balls out to say nothing like that about Martha Stewart, cause he know that white lady would have snatched all his goddamn checks, and they don't do shit like that, they only do it to, to y'all and y'all be the first ones, oh brother, you know, when he was grieving, everybody grieving, everybody grieving but it was mild, and it wasn't just women it was a lot of men that understood what Gail was trying to do Okay, now I said my opinion on Gail, and I'm not changing it, but Gail, Gail was being a journalist, and she was, you know, doing, uh, and I'm doing what she was supposed to do, did I, did I think it was, I didn't, I didn't like it, I thought it was too soon, basically, I mean, I thought, did, did Kobe wasn't even buried yet, like, I just thought, I thought of now, maybe, after the memorial, after the service, now maybe you ask that question in a different way, you know, again, I, st- I still don't like the way it was, it was asked, but, like, you know, she, I got the point that Gail was trying to make, I just don't think she did it right, I, I just don't, and it didn't have to revolve around Kobe, it could have been a general it could Kobe could have been the, the springboard to the conversation, but anyway you meant that shit, and when you go on, and Jada and them, they just make it easy I, not Jada Mama though, shout out to Jada's Mama, cause Jada Mama a lot of times be sitting there like, I'm just here, cause my daughter and granddaughter asked me to be, and I you know, I'm on the contract, and so I'm just here cause I don't get fined, but this nigga, when T.I. was there, her eyes stayed to the ceiling like nigga, and, and, and I just I, like, if you're not gonna get to it if you're not gonna be like, well Snoop, why you feel so comfortable cussing that black woman, and don't, you know well it was grief, okay, but we was all in grief but like, you really was coming at Gail, you was coming at Oprah, you know, why is it that y'all always, you know, attacking black women like this, but as soon as something come down, oh y'all wanna hold, y'all ain't had a back, black man's back, y'all don't never have our back though you know, like, y'all not getting to it, same thing with T.I., with, you know, had Tiny on there, like it was two sides, it's not two sides, nigga you're controlling, you're abusive you cheat all the fucking time you embarrass your fucking daughter like, you know, like they, it's not you're not really pulling these niggas to the carpet you're just giving them a fucking opportunity to do this little fucking fake contrition so they can get back to their checks and that's what all it is about they're not doing no deep dive they're not really trying to figure out what, you know get to the issue of it, they're not really trying to do better, they don't care because they got them, you know they, my wife's not going nowhere cause she, you know, I got all this money and she's not leaving us, I can t- treat her how she want, how I want, I can talk to her how I want, and it's just a bunch of bullshit, and I'm over it, and that's, and I just knew, I just, I just knew, that's the vibes that Red Table Talk was giving me, and I just never wanted to see it, and never wanted to watch it, because I'm tired of these niggas sitting around, you know, being disrespectful, you know, being misogynistic, and you know, here y'all always come running every time, let them niggas fall, let them niggas go to them white women, or whoever the fuck, them exoticals who they, who they love so much, let them go to them, stop defending them, like they don't never, def- they never come to y'all defense, y'all see what Terry Crews did to Gabrielle Union as soon as he had a chance, they never come to y'all fence, they never defend y'all, what about Bill Cosby like, that's all about again, oh well Bill Cosby raped women, but he's supposed to get off cause he black we're not supposed to say nothing, we're just supposed to let you rape and harass and, and sexually assault women, because God forbid we bring, coat fingers, bring down the black man, fuck him, fuck you, and fuck everybody like y'all, and the clown car y'all all rode in on, all of y'all can fucking go and I'm tired of that shit. So, 
fuck that, fuck Snoop, fuck Red Table Talk, fuck all that shit, I'm tired of them, tidy pseudo-intellectuals, somebody on Twitter called them sub-intellectuals, cause somebody was saying how, when they was doing the rock brunch, somebody was like, oh y'all just jealous cause y'all can't get in, and somebody was like, don't nobody wanna be in there with all them sub-intellectuals, <laughs> I just thought it was funny, cause I was like, exactly, like, yeah, it don't seem like no conversation that I wanna be a part of, right, um, you know, just pseudo-intellectual bullshit, like, y'all not really, it's like Ayala, but, I mean, Ayala's done some work, though, right, like, Ayala's, like, again, when it's not too serious of a problem, Ayala actually helps people, because she has studied, like, you know, she's not a psychiatrist, but she's, like, a life coach, right, but she doesn't she doesn't sell it like she's doing anything but being like, yo, y'all motherfuckers be on here like, y'all just like, super cyan and I just, I don't like it, like, it's you know, like I I don't, and so fuck Snoop, I knew and I, you know, you meant that shit and he's always been misogynistic, that's how I know he meant that shit so, you know, I just, anytime y'all got an opportunity, anytime y'all got an opportunity to go at black women, y'all go with them anytime y'all got an opportunity to attack them y'all attack them, anytime y'all got an opportunity to not be there for them, you're not there for them, and they be bleeding the blood of Christ for y'all, and I don't understand it, and y'all need to let them niggas fall, and y'all need to stop trying to, I want you to do better, King, no you don't, you want them to fucking love you, and treat you right, and they just not gonna do it, okay so find you one that will, or, or, or go or go cross, get you a white man, or whatever, like all these other women are doing, and stop hating, and leave these, you know, stop being so concerned with these white women taking the, uh, they always dating black, let them have them niggas, because them niggas ain't shit, so let them have them, because them white women that they go with, they not wanted in their own community either, them being undesirable, so let them have them, um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say about that, and so, the end is near, I've run out of topics, but, um, I did want to shout out, I don't have no Genghis Kicks, by the way, I show, I, I did, um, showed y'all the Kyrie's, that was my Genghis Kicks, um, I don't have none, the, the, the Black History Month, um, yo, Black History Month been a flop, man, um, Deontay Wilder got beat the brakes off of him on national TV, but you know what, I, I look, I've been saying, you know, I've been a boxing fan since a while back, I don't talk about it a whole lot, because boxing is the one sport that I, it really gets to my nerves, because people either know what they're talking about or they don't, and it's way too many people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and so I just don't like to even talk about boxing, because I'd be like, y'all niggas do not know what the fuck y'all be talking about, but I've been said Deontay Wilder was overrated, he was never that good, he's, he's just, them knockouts, he just be catching people with that one wild looping ass right hand that they walk right into, like the heavyweight division is just not that good, okay, it's not, it's, it used to, we don't have the Tysons and the Lennox Lewis and the, um, the Vander Holyfields and Muhammad Ali's and the, um, Larry Holmes, it's like back in the day, we don't have the great heavyweights that we used to, they go play other sports now, it's very, um, the heavyweight division is probably the worst division, so it's already not impressive, and then you got this guy who I just did not think was impressive at all, and Saturday night just showed how, because, uh, Tyson, uh, what's his name, what's the dude name, Fury, whatever the fuck his name is, he ain't even that good, and for all you motherfuckers talking about Deontay Wilder would have beat out Mike, Mike Tyson would have knocked both of them niggas out in the ring at one time, right now, today, okay, that's how slow and not great both of them were, Tyson would have dropped, slumped both of them niggas in the first round, today, with his gray beard and everything, cause I seen some fights, I seen some videos of him, and he still moved fast, and he still looks good, so, 
yeah, I just wanted to say that, I was, I was waiting for that shit, cause like, that shit wasn't bad, that nigga got beat from pillar to post, talking about his, oh, his, uh, costume that he had on weekend, his, like, nah, bruh, that one, nothing about, you was getting beat, nigga, your, your, your punch land percentage was zero, that dude was ducking everything you threw, and pot, and tapping you up, he beat you all around the ring, and got a TKO, knocked you down, but you just, you got outboxed, you got, that dude, beat you up, and they had nothing to do with no goddamn costume, period and you sound a fucking dummy saying that shit, cause you first of all you don't want to pick the goddamn costume and I don't know how you get in shape for a fight and then the costume, you ain't tried that costume one before that day, you had to, so you knew how much it weighed, come on man that you, ain't, you, you got beat um and Black History Month been a flop, so we gonna cancel it, I told you, we pulling the plug on Black History Month, it's just, it's, it's just a wrap, we gonna re, we gonna celebrate it in June, we all decided, when the weather's nice, and we just gonna, you know, hopefully we'll get our shit together by then, cause it's a wrap, this shit, this has been horrible it's been a terrible flop, we haven't had no successes, um you know, it's just not, it's it's not starting out right, so it's cancelled it's, it's over, Black History, we not doing it okay, we, we postpone it until June, June 1st, we start Black History Month all over again, okay? Just so y'all know. Alright. Um, okay, so lastly, I want to give a recommendation, and I've given recommendations before, but I'm telling you this one right here, do yourself a favor and check out Hunters on Prime, Amazon Prime. It is fantastic, and it is lit from the first episode, I've got on here before, and said how Netflix get on my nerves, because these shows don't be that great, you need to get me in the first 15 minutes, Hunters, it's got Al Pacino, it's got, um, Carol Kane, um, it's got a other, not a, a lot of other faces that you'll recognize, and I don't necessarily know, it's got Old Girl from the Shy, the black girl that left the Shy, for, um, and the little sexual harassment thing, she's in it, um, it's people in there that I know, I just don't necessarily know their names, Al Pacino's in it, um, he's a man, yo, it's, it is so good, it's about, um, it's, it's fictional, but it's about a team of, um, Jewish people, um, most of them survivors of the Holocaust, it's set in, like, the 60s and 70s, most of them survivors of the Holocaust, but not all of them, <coughs> but they, they, either they were survivors or touched in some way, or they're just Jewish, hunting Nazis in the U.S., and the premise is, and it's fiction, but, like, I was like, yo, this might not be too far off, because the fix, the, the um, premise is that, you know, at the fall of the Third Reich, a lot of the Nazis came to America, they, they brought them over here um, to use the scientists so he could get to the moon, and most of them settled in the South, and I was like, yo, a Nazi coming over to America in 1945 in the, in the fucking Jim Crow South would fit right in, like, uh, it's fiction, but I bet you that shit might have could have happened, right, um, you know, it, they would have fit right the fuck in, so, but it is so good, it is so, it's very, um, it's not Kill Bill, but as far as being lit, and full of action, and I'm trying to, like, get y'all to know how, like, how good it is, it's like that, it's very Kill Billish. it's not Kung Fu, but I'm, but you'll see, it's, it's good, it's so good, I highly recommend it, I am on episode, I tried to watch it all this weekend, but I couldn't, I think I'm on episode 9 now, I think, um, up to, but yo, if you, I'm telling you, you're gonna be hooked from the first episode, it is dope, um, 
Hunters on Prime. I'm not watching that stupid dating show that's like the circle but for dating on Netflix because I'm just tired of heterosexuals and I'm just not watching it. And I can tell from the TL I'm not going to like it. Um, yeah, alright, so that's it. That's it. I, I don't know if I said what episode number this is because I probably didn't check. So let's do that now. Okay, episode 233. Um, Kel's Podcast. Thanks for listening. Like me, rate me. Oh, um, so I know I told y'all I'm going to do these YouTube episodes. I'm going to do them. The last time I told y'all I tried, I couldn't do the episode because that shit blew my whole fucking circuit breaker. I don't know. I still don't know to this day what happened. But I'm going to get a camera. (coughs) And I'm going to, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to do it on YouTube. It's coming. I just got to, I got to get the setup. I can't figure, I don't know. (coughs) I can't have it blow my whole shit like it did last time. Alright, made it to the end without coughing. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Peace.